The date is April 30th, and our scripture reference for this date is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, where the Apostle Paul writes, Love is patient and kind. Shortly after I finished college, I had the opportunity to teach tennis at a country club in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. It was a beautiful club with a very fluent membership. For the most part, the members were kind, unassuming sort of folks who just happened to have rather substantial resources at their disposal. I remember one of the members had three young boys for whom she shopped for clothes at a well-known national discount retailer. It was not the sort of place you would have imagined someone with her financial resources to have shopped, and when one of the other female members asked her why she shopped there, her response was direct, blunt, and rather remarkable. She said, I can afford to shop wherever I choose, but I can also choose not to. What she was saying that was that one of the privileges of wealth is the freedom to exercise restraint on its use. For those that are emotionally and psychologically secure, great wealth doesn't need to exert its will or plot itself. This story, I think, provides an interesting similarity to that which Paul says in the verse before us. In truth, there are a few situations in life that are as ripe for potential abuse and blunt force trauma as that of a love relationship. And sadly, for many, a paraphrase of what Paul said might be, love seeks instant gratification and forcefully exerts its own will. It was no less than the Lord Jesus himself who stated that the principal distinctive of his disciples would be their love for each other. In fact, he said, speaking of the watching world in which he and his disciples lived, said, They will know that you're my disciples by your love. And of course, the quality and characteristic of the love of which he spoke was the very love he evidenced in the life he lived among and with them. It was a love that prompted the creator of the universe to remove his clothing, wrap a towel around his waist, and wash the feet of his friends, all of whom would abandon him to an unjust arrest and cruel punishment just hours later. In fact, one would even go to betray him. It was a love that would look down from the cross and beg, Father, please forgive them. They have no idea what they're doing. It was a love that would purposefully seek to restore into relationship the very disciple who almost denied him to his face. And he graciously provided Peter an opportunity to affirm his devotion for each time that he'd actually denied it. It was a love that patiently endured insults and taunts and never responded in kind. A love that touched lepers and blind people and beggars and dishonest tax collectors and foreign women by wells who had life stories they were too ashamed to share. It was a love that allowed itself to be engaged in the most unequal transaction in the history of mankind. That transaction, which Martin Luther referred to as the Great Exchange, is recorded in 2 Corinthians 5.21 where the Apostle Paul writes, For our sake... God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It was a love that was so completely patient and thoroughly kind. And though it's an extremely high bar, it remains the love to which we, his body, his disciples, are called to exhibit, even to the unlovely. In other words, even to folks like we are.